Good morning, everyone. How you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Thank you very much for all the feedback on the new office. I know the sound isn't perfect just yet, but rest assured, we got a lot of stuff on order, including soundboards and different microphones and things of that nature. We're making a go of it. Yesterday, we had the painters come through, so uh, hopefully they will be out sometime next week. Uh, so hopefully in the next three weeks or so, the office will start to come together sort of like my vision, but we shall see. But before we do, let's congratulate a couple more folks who did the work and got their deals. Rachel, Dylan, and Brendan, congratulations on your house hack. Uh, if I remember correctly, your house hacking in Washington, D.C. Congratulations. And Abby, congratulations for getting your deals. Both of your cards will be going out in the mail today. Uh, what else we have going on today? A lot of stuff, uh, a lot of um, interesting stuff going on today. So uh, I'm not really sure where to start. I guess we'll just start at the top. And the big question of the day is, is the pain over? And I don't have a lot of good news for you. I do not think the pain is over. Got to move these wires. They're going to they're gonna make me fall. Uh, but yeah, I think the pain continues. I think the... Uh, I think the market is still trying to find its balance between, you know, it, it, are we going to have Bernanke or are we going to have Paul Volcker? And I think that is a uh, that is going to be something we uh, we struggle with for the next 30 to 45 days. So we shall see. On top of that, we had two, two, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, pandemic darlings get whacked, get whacked today. So. Uh, Pretty interesting stuff. We have Peloton. Peloton, um, again, was a darling. Everybody needed one or seemingly everyone needed one. It was an expensive exercise bike with a, with a computer on it or, I don't know, a, a tablet on it. And uh, yeah, they are stopping production of their bikes and treadmills anywhere from weeks to months. They are going to be right-sizing the organization. Uh, I, that is code for we are going to lay a lot of people off. I know the CEO doesn't want to say that uh, because, again, he doesn't want morale to fall. Sorry, too late. Everybody in the organization is talking about who's going to go, who's going to not. And unfortunately, I've lived through this environment before as a hiring manager. Your best, your brightest are looking for jobs today. They will be at a different organization in a month. It's just what happens. So again, Peloton got whacked. Uh, CEO, just horrible demand supply picture, got a little arrogant, didn't realize that the pandemic made them and they made some bad decisions. On top of that, Netflix. Netflix got whacked, right? Supplier growth, things of that nature. Um, they're now admitting for the first time that additional streaming services are competition. I don't know why anyone is shocked by this, but yes, Netflix down, I think 19 or 20% as well on slower subscriber growth. So again, these are all things that we should have known were coming. It's all things that we have been talking about on this channel. So again, remember, this is not over. Netflix and Peloton were the easiest ones to see. There is more pain to come. Yesterday, there was a... Uh, I don't know, old white-haired uh, investor who'd been doing this for 40 years. His name is Jeremy Grantham. And the reason that 40 years is important is because he was doing this back in the late 70s and 80s when the last time we went 
through this. Uh, Jeremy Grantham is, we are in bubble palooza, bubble extravaganza, uh, epic market bubble, and super bubble. This was all quoted in an article that he was on yesterday. So again, he's like, the stock market S&P 500 could easily fall to 2,500. 2,500, and folks, that means about a 44% drop. So again, he is saying that the peak craziness is behind us, uh, but now, and he points to NFTs and SPACs in meme stocks, all the things that we have talked about on this channel that were very dot-com-like, but everybody wanted to say this time was different. Folks, it wasn't different. It was just... Um, just different names right now. It's coins instead of com. And on that front, crypto. Crypto getting whacked as well. Again, in a market where people are getting nervous, they are selling, 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 and coming back and figuring out later. I assume in the next couple of days, we will hear about billions of dollars in margin accounts wiped out. I do not know who buys crypto on margin. Are you kidding me? What are you guys doing? We did have some earnings come out. CSX Railway Company beat top and bottom. Again, shipping more and more goods. PPG Industries actually beat top and bottom, uh, but they are—they uh, gave very cautious guidance. Let me see. Where are my dogs? Where are you? Oh, no, I can't grab them. Sorry, they're too far away. Uh, the one question I do have is there's more and more talk about the economy being strong. The economy can, can absorb the Fed raising rates. If you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know that I believe economy is not as strong as it looks. This is a, an economy that's been living off sugar. Maybe it's drunk on alcohol, whatever your analogy is. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting year. Uh, on top of that, we got Build Back Better coming. Uh, Build Back Better is coming back probably in parts, uh, but this is uh, sometime you know, to realize what is going to make it, what is not. Turkey, we've talked about Turkey a couple of times because they have raging inflation. Folks, you think our inflation is high at a reported 7, more likely 11%. Turkey inflation is at 36.1%. 36.1%. It does not take long for your buying power to drop 50% when your inflation is running consistently at 36%. On top of that, it looks like their rates are 14%. So again, this is pretty interesting. And as you know, their leader president wants to cut rates, uh, which they've done successfully. So they just paused it recently. Uh, I'm not, we have historically speaking, historically speaking, to beat inflation, the answer is not cutting rates. That is a... Uh, Historically has not proven to be correct, but uh, the president of Turkey is trying to prove that wrong. So I wish him and more importantly, the citizens of Turkey, good luck. I hope it works out. <laughs> IMF uh, Fed chief, uh, or IMF chief, I should say, is talking about the U.S. raising rates, potentially hurting other countries. There are a lot of... Um, I don't know, uh, lower tier countries that are, have dollars denominated in debt that could be severely impacted if we raise rates very quickly. So again, this is a worldwide issue, absorbing the trillions of dollars in excess cash in dollars is an experiment we've never done before. And unfortunately, 
given history, we're going to mess it up. And we don't know where we're going to mess it up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, back to Jeremy Grantham. I actually read a couple of articles. Apparently he was out on the, on the uh, I don't know, out on TV yesterday talking about these bubbles and 45% collapse. He said this is the fourth super bubble in the last 100 years. He is recommending you avoid U.S. stocks and you instead go looking in emerging markets, places like Japan. He also says he likes cash for flexibility. What have I been telling you I've been doing for the last six months? I've been putting on 30-year debt, raising cash and dry powder, and also recommend some gold and silver. Um, one of the things that I'm really struggling with today is inflation, right? We've been talking about it. We've been talking about how to beat it. We've been talking about the Fed raising rates, stop buying, and oh, by the way, becoming a seller. I... Um, I've got to tell you, if you really want to beat this thing, you've got a couple of ways to get there. You can raise rates very quickly. You can, we can reduce the balance sheet. Create a recession. It, force the business cycle to happen. Force it to wash out the zombie companies and the people who have been borrowing at zero and doing stupid things. I don't think we're going to do that. Historically speaking, the Fed doesn't like pain. Other than Paul Volcker, again, I'm going to go back and study Paul Volcker some more because we've, we are eventually going to have somebody act like Paul Volcker. I just don't have confidence that it is going to be Powell, but we shall see. Because again, a nasty recession means unemployment goes up. Unemployment goes from 3.9 to 7%, 7.5%. Yeah, and then wage inflation. What we have to do is we have to stop the wage inflation cycle. If wage inflation continues at 7, 8, 9% for years, inflation takes over. Uh, uh, rent, housing, all these things keep going up. Gas, the things that we buy. It's very interesting. Looks like the retail buyer, a lot of you out there perhaps have been buying the dip. Remember, if you buy the dip early, you are the dip. B of A is saying that $52 billion flowed into stocks in the first 12 trading days or 13 trading days. Sorry, excuse me. Looks like Intel is taking this chip shortage seriously. They've already announced plans to build stuff in Arizona. Now they are building a potential super factory in Ohio, right outside of Columbus. If anybody's investing near Columbus, Ohio, I'd love to hear from you and ask some questions. I've never invested in Ohio, but Intel is going to be building a $100 billion plant there on a 1,000-acre site, potentially employing thousands and thousands of people. And then a couple more things, uh, the Canadian housing market. I'd love to speak with you. If you're an investor in Canada, I would love to hear from you. If you know a YouTube channel that is big in Canada, I would love to hear. Looks like the Canadian housing market is actually more eye-popping than the United States. Uh, there's a lot of signs that that market may be peaking. Uh, and as I understand the Canadian housing market, they do not offer 30-year debt. They're five-year fixed, 25-year arms. And I'm very nervous if you have to start raising rates into a market where your debt really not paying off the debt, that can really have a shock to the payment structure. So again, lots of stuff going there. They do have 68% of homeowners. That's a pretty high percentage, uh, but they're increasingly talking about the lack of affordable housing, rent skyrocketing. Uh, again, this is a uh, worldwide issue going on. So again, lots of stuff going on, folks. Be careful out there. 
Remember, buying the dip early in this environment could make you the dip. Uh, Peloton, Netflix were predictable. These were pandemic plays that had to unwind. We've been talking about it happening. It's now happening. So again, remember, if the stock portfolio keeps you up at night, in my opinion, that's a sign you might want to lighten up. Your, your portfolio should never keep you up at night. Uh, that is, uh, in my experience, not worth it. So take care of yourself. It is Friday. I hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, let's grow this channel together. Like, subscribe, comment, share articles. Uh, if you, we create five videos a day for you. We interview eight multimillionaires every week for you. So if you want to be a part of this, like, subscribe, comment, share. Let's keep growing. And again, let's congratulate Abby and Rachel, Dylan, and Brendan for getting a deal done. Your cards will go out in the mail today. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.